from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating, it seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. (laughs) Welcome, guys, to another episode of Hungry Blade. This is y'all. Oh, my goodness. Um, We are back at it again. Still celibate. Probably not by the time y'all actually hear this episode, because I am about to get fucked. But I am Mandy B, a.k.a. about to get fucked, a.k.a. by your daddy, probably AKA, what's the? Not she want them to have kids. What's up, y'all? I'm Weezy. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. Um, a few things off the top. I feel very self-helpy today. Okay. Yesterday, I had a day where I just spent a lot of time committed to like, sometimes we get advice about whether it be manifestation or listening to certain things. And I was like, okay, I'm actually just going to take all of those things and do them instead of like bullshitting. Okay. Kind of like how when people say they're going to go to the gym, but they don't go. Right. Uh, I feel, and I'm not saying that to be shady to anyone listening. I mean, like sometimes we know we need to do it for our health. We know we need to do it for our mental, but we don't. So yesterday I just did all the things I said I was going to do. And what were some of those things? So during some tough moments um, this year, I hit up all the people that I felt like 
had elevated um, within the last year, just right okay. before my eyes just like fucking blow, blow up, right? Um, one of my homegirls recently I started a new business. And one of the things that she told me to do was start talking to myself more. Okay. And it sounds kind of looney toony, but bitch, I ain't gonna hold you. She was like, the second you feel like a tear coming on or just something making you feel sad, you have to start talking to yourself. Oh. So literally yesterday it started happening. And she was like, even if you feel stupid, you might like laugh at yourself, but you got to do it. I was like, bro, you are so beautiful. I like looked at myself in my own eyes in the mirror. And I was like, you're so beautiful. You work so hard. You're going to get everything you want. Questlove sent me morning meditations. And he was like, he is one of those people. And I don't know if anyone listens to Questlove Supreme. I don't listen to podcasts, but there's no way he doesn't talk about this because he's been this person since I've become his friend. He is so like, you have to wake up in the morning and have a routine or you're not going to be successful. If you think that you can even wake up and not show gratitude, not stretch, not do these things, you can't be a functional, successful being, period. Mm. Um, and he's been saying that to me forever. So finally, I did his morning meditation shit. And one of the things in the meditation, um, it was saying something about picture the life that you want like meditate on that, what that life feels like. Think about that feeling and transfer that feeling into your body right now. And I've done that meditation a few times, but maybe I was just more open to receive it. It's crazy. Like I literally thought about, I don't know what he looks like. I know he was like, uh, <laughs> but I thought about me being outside with, with Nina and my man. And mind you, I've been having a lot of these days with the dread dude I'm dating, right? We go to the park and shit like that. But I just pictured the man and like was it a man that you know already i don't even know a face i just know the way that it made me feel and it was very intense and i was like literally in the middle of meditating smiling thinking about it that's how real it felt to me it felt so like at home it felt like i knew who it was and it felt right and like i don't know when that's going to be welcomed into my life but i had to know how it feels like and i think Another thing I was doing, <clears throat> I literally journaled in a bar. I was at Smashburger and I got a journal and I started journaling the things I want. And um, I'm really not scared to say it out loud because I find that sometimes I get very shy about the, uh, expressing the things I want out of love because I know how like sinister and lonely single bitches could feel. But when I was broke, I was talking about how rich I would be. And so if an amazing love is something I'm going to welcome into my life, like I'm going to talk about it the same way. There were so many moments where I remember even talking about my studio or the things I would want or the money I would want to make. And maybe somebody looked at me and like laughed about it. So that might be happening right now, but I can't give a fuck about it because that's just like what I'm destined to have. So when I was writing down the things that I want, it was interesting because number 11 was something that I talked to my boy Andre last night about it. And I was like, am I a bird for wanting this? So the first 10 things are things that are uh, deeply intellectual and spiritual in what I wanted a person. Um, and number 11 was very basic. And it was someone I can party with. And I was like, yo, do I not know what I want? Because is this why I'm being kept from a good relationship? Because I'm looking for niggas to party with? He's like, no, like, but do you really think you want to party? Like, is that where your brain is at? You think you'll be there? And I'm like, bro, like, look at my mom. My mom was a Studio 54 girl. 
My mom is 72 years old, right? My mom doesn't party on the weekends. But if my mom and I are out together, she is the life of the party. I don't think that that's... I think that a lot of women associate partying with the fun girl. There's a lot of relationships that I know now, like, that I see, they literally plan to go out and they'll go to clubs together. They'll go to dinners after. And I think... But being, see, is being, that social or partying? No, it's just them two. It's yeah. not for work, which that's, that is what I identify as social. Social is, I'm going to network. I got to be around people. I got to show face. They literally went to like, uh, and they're married, married couple, went to Habibi, uh, which is this new place in Brooklyn, and then literally oh, went to like a rooftop, went to hookah, and literally bounced around. Oh, and I bounced a, around with my nigga had, had a good ass time. I remember that outside of the sex club, me and my ex used to do like, and I think that that was a part of the things that I enjoyed. Like, it doesn't, partying is defined differently. It doesn't have to mean club. It, it could mean bar. It could mean, it could mean Sunday football. We going out. Yes. We gonna watch the game. We're just gonna be out around people and talk. That was so, it to me. And so the idea that I think you have to get out of the, 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 the phase of, or, or the mindset that partying is a part of an, an, an attribute that lowers the value of a woman, which normally, again, the party girl, the fun girl. When we think of someone who constantly parties... I'm in the streets. It, 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 it's deemed as you in the streets. So I realized why I've been enjoying the relationship I'm having with the dread niggas so much. Um, the most fun relationship I was in was Obey. Me and that nigga just knew how to move, bro. Right. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Like, there wasn't a dull moment. We'd be in the bed in the Lower East Side. And he'd be like, all right, let's go to the lab. Like, <laughs> right. And it happened to me and Dread the other day. Like, we had a great day. We were biking. We were doing shit. And I was like, so. And like, I don't know if anything is bad about it. But one thing he did say to me that made me feel a little like insecure, not like he was saying it as a shot to me, but I realized, oh, I wonder if I've seen this with other men. He was like, damn, like, have we had like a chill night? Have we ever like watched the movie together? Mind you, this nigga's flown to LA to be with me. Right. And no, I've never watched a movie with him. Like, I've never mm. just chilled. And I was like, ah. Uh. Now, I will say, as someone that's bi-coastal, maybe we just have to make the most of shit. But bro, like, we're moving. We're doing, I've always had an event or it's just something going on or he's taking me somewhere. It's always something active. And I, hitting me, like, hospital dick is a man. And, I'm, and, and really, like, truly, when I'm journaling, bitches is in a bar. Like, I'm thinking about the men that I've dated and why I loved them. Why, what was something that they lacked in? Hospital Dick was the man that filled me the most and poured into me the most, but he was, I didn't have fun with him like that. I really did not. He was next level love, right? Like sending me fucking poetry and um, just making me feel like love of my life type shit. But it wasn't the same. Like he was a, he wasn't like so much of a hood nigga more than he was like, my bitch is lit. And if someone comes up to her and starts talking to her in a bar, I got to protect her type of guy instead of like smiley face. Ah, ah. I'm thinking about when I was out with the dread nigga the other night and it reminded me of Old Bay because boom, we go out to dinner at seven o'clock. Like, bitch, we in the streets till five. And that shit is fun as shit to me. It's a very New York night. It's something that makes right. me love this city. And no, it's not every time. But I realize this is a fucking quality that I need in the person I'm dating. So literally when I'm on a date with a guy and it's terrible because I'm talking to my guy friends about what I want and I'm trying to see what they read in me. And Alex was like, 
you keep looking for fuck niggas. You keep looking for dudes to party with. You can't. The reason you can't have a boyfriend is because you don't want the guys that are just chill. I'm like, bro, but they don't suit me. Who's going to fucking hop on a plane with me? The homebody nigga that don't want to leave? What if I have four days off? I'm like, baby, let's go to Mexico. The fun nigga's going to go. So this isn't so... Again, I just think that there's negative attributes being being added to those things. Like when we think of a partner, we want a partner that's at least got similar interests. This is just one of those similar interests that you have that you're like, I want someone to match that energy. Like, I know we talk about opposites attract a lot, but if this is one of those things that you really like, you can find a partner that's really into that as well. And I look at my parents' relationship a lot as the pinnacle of what I want. <clears throat> not just a man to take care of me because <laughs> I'm not necessarily looking for that. I'm very independent. Um, not saying my mother's super dependent, but she's just very much like my man is handling this. Right. I thought about my father and how passive he is and how chill he is about my mom going out and he doesn't have to be there. But then I'm actually thinking back and I'm like, oh, my dad is the introvert, but never was my mom out and my mom, my dad wasn't dancing with her or wasn't right. smiling at her having fun. I, I mean, my dad is in a wheelchair now, but I remember that shit. Like getting up, being excited about how his wife was the life of the, like that I do need it. And so you just, what it sounds like is what I realized was happening with me. You just want someone that's not going to dim your light. Mm-hmm. You want someone that's literally just going to accept you for you. You don't want to take away the, the the joys of your life, the things that bring you happiness. That is actually a basic ask for a relationship and for someone that you deem should love you. And that's the thing too, like in dating, I think like we have these ideas of the wifey material or the girl who's going to get cuffed or wiped or what is deemed as a, a as the right type of behavior to be a girlfriend or a wife or a mother. A lot of those things are going out the window now. But if this is something that you enjoy, I guarantee you, because these niggas like doing it, they like being outside. If you're someone that they enjoy being around, they're not going to mind going to the club and partying with you as well. But also, I think what is conflicting and interesting when I'm thinking about this is like, I really do believe to most men, I don't think settling down they don't want the girl that's necessarily outside. I think it's a very a small pool for that. That's someone that... Girl, truly... we already both swimming in small pools, oh, bitch. Right, right, right. And we really think about it. The, the pools are small, bitch. We swimming in ponds. We swimming in the little kiddie pools that you got to blow up. And guess what? It's so old school. There ain't no pump, bitch. We in the pools where you got to... Bitch, you got to blow it. And then you might have to take a break and come back. That's the type of pools we swimming in, bitch. So... You just got to know it's, it's very gonna, much above ground. Kitty. It's going to be hard. <laughs> but like, it's crazy because you know what I did not write down and I was like going through it. Bitch, I wrote nothing down about him having money. And this list 10 years ago, five years ago, money was almost first. Mm. Um, I, d- I remember some of the things I wrote. I want them to be weird to someone else and not me. I want them to be alternative in some way. I brought up attractive in like the first three lines. I brought up smarter than me it would be my first three lines too yeah i'm sorry but like shallow as a bitch who's fucking a nigga right now that like i just want to fuck all the time because he's so fine Mm -hmm. to me um oh i know i would have been in jail if i got played the way i did by an ugly nigga i would have been like yo chill bro bro. my nigga gotta be fine and it's this is the mental fuck of it all okay i'm gonna excuse his nutty ass fuck boy behavior because he's fine i knew what i was signing up for an ugly nigga try me 
Bitch, I'm on snapped. I mean, here's the thing you, too. What the fuck? Because it's like you really, you, you, you really fumbled me, and you not okay. Bitch. Anyway, I'm sorry. And but I pay like, my own bills. Okay. Alternative was on there. Um, in whatever way that is, I don't know. But I realized the he don't have nail polish. We know. No, maybe he doesn't. But like, maybe he's just a weird ass fucking nigga that doesn't like normal shit, whether it be music or he's got a fucking weird ass interest. I don't know. But like something about it that makes him different. Okay. Um, also, I think another thing I wrote on there is like um, taking serious pleasure in my elevation. And I've noticed with my closer friends how they take pleasure in my wins and successes. And I'm not saying Old Bay never did that, but I've known certain men over others to be like, fuck yeah, bitch, you fucking doing it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I love that energy from a man, which is really why. That would probably be top three for me now mm-hmm. because I didn't get it because I realized how draining it was to be with someone who in moments that I was elated, found a reason to argue, found a reason to make me feel sad because the relationship wasn't where I wanted. I want someone who for sure can be around and pour into me and maybe someone who sees more in me than I see in myself. Because, bitch, I see a lot of myself. So if I can get a man around me that doesn't sit here, like, I, I'll never forget it. There was, and, and I, may, I may have said it on this pod. There's one thing that was said to me that when I've shared it with other men, they're like, oh, he was a hater. I remember we got together. I started the box. I started the pod with Bridget. I got the show with MTV. I'm doing all these things. And it was all literally things I said I wanted to do. And I remember hearing, you better keep asking for what you want now because this doesn't last forever. Literally, I was told that this is a moment in your life. I'm seeing you get everything you want. This shit, this shit ain't going to be forever. So you better keep asking because you may be in a moment where all of you lose all of it. That was said to me in a moment where I was like, so uh, first off, I was busting my ass. Second of all, I was in a place of like, wow, the sky's the limit. I'm doing things I would have never fucking imagined. And you're telling me that there's a time limit on this and that I need to go ahead and just hurry up and get whatever else Even more if, I like, want. Even if you believed it. Bro, to, he said that to me. I say it. And, and even, and I don't know in what, in what experiences he's had where maybe he's seen someone get everything and lose it all after. But he literally was like, I've sat here and seen you manifest the things that you want in life. You don't know when it's going to end, but it's going to end. So you better get everything you want now. And I, a part of one of our bigger breakups was after AVN. He made me, although he came with me there, made me feel really bad for us being a part of AVN and was like brought up like the the whiteness of it and was like, oh, but it's just sex. Is that where you want to be for your whole life? And oh, why aren't you doing this? And was like, we went, we elevated, we were accepting a nomination. We looked beautiful. And we looked beautiful. We felt beautiful. Even though we left after the first nominee, we, we, we got to be a part of feeling the elevation of what this show was also, that we've been doing for seven mind, years. And this is something that I was saying to you. Uh, I went on a date, I was saying with someone super rich and famous. And one of the things we were talking about together, I was like, I don't even need this nigga to be like hella lit. I need them to just fucking thrive in their work, be really good at what they do to where they're feeling so much fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Old Bay was making great money, but I could tell he was bored. You know, he was with in his, his mid-40s. Yeah. But like, 
great. We lived a life we lived. But also, and this is no shade to him. I also think he's a piece of shit. And, you know, I hate him. But I think he was just more passionate about life than work. And in that particular point in my life, I had a passion and it was my work. So that was kind yeah. of out of alignment. For Mind us. you, bitch, same. I was with a fucking retired nigga. And that can be and, difficult. And it, he was like, I lived my life and I'm here. You are just... Which is okay and, but if no, you can but, at least... But the parallel, I don't think we think of where are our partners at in mm-hmm. their life? Like, I don't... I think when we, when we draw a list, What phase right? are you in? What phase are you in in your life? We know... We've talked about build a bear niggas. We've talked about holding niggas down. We've talked about maybe meeting someone young and knowing that they have a lot of growing to do. They have a lot of growth to do even maybe in their job. I think now... Me being with someone who was retired and like I did all the work I could do. I'm making my pension. I have this. This is me. I didn't realize the resentment of, oh, he's at a place where his life work-wise has ended. He feels like he's worked his blue collar, white collar, whatever job he's worked at for the 20 plus years of his life. He's now in a place where he's, he's receiving the fruits of his labor. I'm in a grind mode. I'm in a, I'm not even halfway where I want to be. And I realized that it doesn't matter where he's at in, in, in industry, right? He could work corporate. He could be somewhere else. He doesn't have to be in my industry at all. But I need the grind. I need to be able to have someone to understand the struggles of a setback or really being in a place where you're excelling and now you're thinking, okay, damn, reach this goal. Let me move the goalpost a little bit. I realize that I need someone that's in that same place so that we can sit here and root each other on. It it is a little difficult when you are with someone that doesn't necessarily have your same um, tenacity in that. But, you know, and and I don't even know if it was an incompatibility with Obey at all. Like he was definitely um, making enough money and I, I don't know. But I, I, what you're saying, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, there's a few things that have shown me recently through the men I've been dating what I like. I was at Cadence, that restaurant that I shouted out. And uh, when we were sitting in there, I was with the nigga that took me, who's a dread nigga. And some fans were there and he looked at me and he was like, you, like this is power. Like, do you feel that? And I'm laughing because this is just in my brain, my like friends I've never met before. Who well, I know to- they listen to the podcast. Y'all ain't have no right telling Weezy I left because I didn't want vegan food. I felt he said away. Mandy was cool. He said I, Mandy was cool, but you know, she she didn't want to eat. She didn't know it was vegan. Not only was it vegan, they didn't have a bar. And so I felt, but Girl, I'm like. they had cocktails in a bar. They Let me had finish this out. I'm, sh- I'm in this Go brain ahead. of it. And I, I really want people like to, he- to hear this when they are talking to someone that they feel may need some words of encouragement. He told me that I need to start seeing myself in the way other people see me. And I think that that's a great compliment to give someone when you know there's someone who's mm-hmm. liked. Because I definitely don't I, I underestimate like influence and influencer shit. I think it's silly. But when he said that to me, there was another man that week who's a friend of mine who told me that he loved watching me. And I was telling you this on the plane. He was like, do you see how lovable you are? You're so easy to love. Like, People don't have to know what horrible is or wheezy or they don't care. Like, you're lovable. And I think that when you're someone, uh, maybe it could sound like I'm being insecure, but when you're someone that's kind of finding their way, men that recognize that in you and that encourage you are definitely keepers. 
and make sure you're opening your ears and your heart up to those people because niggas got to really give a fuck about you to talk to you like that. Mm -hmm. It's not something to me that is like real basic bitch. Like you could do it. Like that's a real thing to say to someone and, and a kind thing. And when dating, if you're seeing that in the person that you're dating, make sure you're that person. That to me is what will separate you from the pack. Um, I also wanted to know what you thought about this other thing I put on my list. On the list, I put someone that is communicating how they feel about me. Do you think that you need, if actions are being shown, someone to tell you that they're feeling with, feeling you, that they're fucking with you? Or do you think actions are enough? This goes to what your kink is. You like affirming. I, I want to see actions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. What are your love languages? Um, I think I think they change. I think acts of service is now absolutely number one. Um, physical touch would be number two. Um, then I would say it's I've added it back because I feel like I lacked it in my last relationship. I want gifts again, (laughs) (laughs) bitch, (laughs) bitch. Shower me. I realize that that's been a thing that I've even been asking. Um, and then what are the other two? I said physical acts of service, 
I, like, I don't oh, need, I don't oh, need, time. I don't need words of affirmation. And quality time is actually where I feel like I've lacked with my last partner because work has come first, then friends. And so quality time, um, I'll squeeze it in. And I know that that was a problem. I'll pencil quality time in because that fits around my entire schedule. I'll, I'll pencil you in, but everything else comes first. So, but to me, acts of service, making my life less stressful, bringing peace to me, um, touching me, caressing me, holding me, Nigga, my cuddling. shit totally changed. Yeah, my, my that, time now was it's number changed. five. Oh yeah, that's number five for me now. It just went to number one. Okay. And I think it's because I've been so uh, happy with the person that I'm dating. And I'm like, what is making me so happy? One, it's the time that I'm spending. And two, it's the attention. Like, he's very attentive when giving me time, kissing me, touching me. Like That's I physical mean, touch. So that's number two? Me. But I think he's just making a lot of good use of the quality time. It's not just a dinner. Well, no, but, it's but like that's a my really thing. big connection. That's my thing. I'll, if we have the time together, make it like I want it to be amazing, mm-hmm. which is why, like, I think we we would do beach days. We would, you know, do literally dinner, then a bar, then end up at the sex club. And it would literally be a night that started at five o'clock and end at five in the morning. It would be the entire time. But I think that um, it, I didn't feel good the next day and I still had to get up and work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he was retired. So the idea of us having these rock star nights and then me having to come in and record or nigga, you don't fuck my throat to death. I got to talk. Like I realized there was a bit of resentment because I just, I sometimes I just wanted to be in the house. Dude, I think I'm going to say this and like seriously mean this. Maybe old niggas aren't for me because, and that's some of the entrepreneurial shit that like, I kind of got to see you get up. I really don't like when men don't have a schedule. No. And I, well, and then also I realized, and this is, I worked through it, y'all. I realized it probably wasn't good of me because I know you're not as busy as me. If he had a schedule or anything to do. You didn't take it serious? What the fuck you got to do? That's a little mean. And it could be. And I'm very aware of that. You don't have a job. You don't have kids. Like, what what the fuck you got to do? So what did I'm he do? I'm finally off. I don't know. Did he have Go a to funerals? Go to funerals and fly to Panama for suits. So, like, again, clearly there was, he was juggling his time with other women. But, like, that's probably where my discomfort came in. You lying. What the fuck do you really got to do? Where you really got to go? Damn, bitch. And and so, like... Nah, you niggas need a routine. And, I, and, I, I don't... I would like... And I've been saying it. I actually would not mind when, when niggas hop in my comments and they hop on here. Ooh, y'all wouldn't date no regular nigga. I actually don't mind a man having a schedule. I don't mind a man. I don't mind a man being a part of a fucking book club if he has to be. I would be okay with a man having some sort of routine and schedule because also that may come from a control factor where bitch, because if you steer, steer, veer off, bitch, what you doing? Like I'd like I I wouldn't mind a man having a guy. It's a control thing. I wouldn't mind a man having a schedule. Now, ladies, I just want to say, if you don't have necessarily a passion, like we just brought up passion. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe you're a call center, maybe you're doing something that kind of is maybe mundane. Maybe you FedEx, because yeah, the niggas getting 150 now. Maybe something that's drivers, a little bit... Uh, come and drop that package off, baby. Mm. Maybe Sorry. you have a job that's like an uh, office or something where you're not moving too much. I want to say this because I think it would be important for you to know. 
having an extracurricular thing that you do is very attractive. I will say he did used to do that. He used to run. Okay, that's he would, And he would work out with his brother. Like, there was a, 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 a healthcare gym routine. That's nice. And I do like that. Um, if you think, if, if you listen to the Poor Minds episode with Mandy and I, and you heard us talk about or heard me talk about a man that I know that's a millionaire that's dating a girl that works at a... Yeah, we're not going to say a retail store. A retail store. Um, I'm going to tell y'all what he told me last fucking week. And that episode was recorded almost a month ago. Um, I was like, what's By up? By the time they hear this, two months ago. Maybe. I was like, what's up? Your bitch still working? Da, da, da. And uh, he was like, bro. He was like, yeah, like, it's crazy because she has like sometimes off hours. And she does have a higher position in the job than I thought. The retail chain is kind of basic, bitch, mm. but she does a decent job at it, right? So he said, um, but she's just hella busy this week. And I was like, doing what? And he was like, we're she's learning in- Japanese right now. Oh. I was like, really? Why? He's like, she's just really into uh, watching uh, anime and learning about it. And she just thinks it's just something she wants to do. And I was like, wow. So, you know, you got to take her to Japan, right? He's like, oh, like now I'm excited to like, Take her not only to like Japanese restaurants. They about to do omakases to death. That's I love me omakase. He's like, I want, I want, I want her to understand what this means. Uh, even when we're having omakase, why certain traditional things happen. Like, I love omakase. I'm telling you, when I'm listening to him talk, and it's so funny because we were kind of making fun of him for not doing enough. This man is so just enthralled by her, and he's like, bro, another bitch on my line. He's making a million dollars through some fucking clothing brand she got. Men do not care about how much money we make. All right. But he said to me, uh, the girl is making mad bread. And he was like, you know, she's an entrepreneur. She's like killing it with this clothing brand. I'll tell you who she is in a minute. You know who she is. Most of us know who she is. He's like, but I don't know anything else she does for self. He's like, she's beautiful. Like the bitch works out. But like, I don't know. Why can't working out be for self? But because he said he, he doesn't think that she's doing anything beyond vanity. He's like, it's just. You're a baddie. You make money being bad. And so you sell gym clothes. And like, that's why you're bad. And he's like, but like, I don't know if she learns anything. He's like, never has she told me she went on a trip because she wanted to explore a culture. And he's like, this is just different for me. And he's like, this girl's fucking different. And but it's, it, it's not that she's, it's what we talked about in the very beginning. That may be something he does. So now you've met someone who is doing something in the same lane of what you like. I think because it's to more me, about just because being... Because I'll be honest with you, the way you used to speak about the gym, the way the gym has now become a part of my 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 healing and my mental health, mm-hmm. I would hate for a guy to be like, yeah, but the gym is for vanity. That's become something that actually makes me feel good. I'm going to classes. Like, I think... I, I don't like the, the, the putting into buckets what things matter to people and what don't. Mm-hmm. And so to sit here and say she's doing things just for vanity... The gym was a place I never really liked. It's now something that I go at the end. We meditate. We do the um. We do all the things. Maybe and 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 maybe I enjoy if you're dating it for someone me. and you discuss that with them. You'd know, right? Like we don't necessarily know the ins and outs. Like of your I ain't convo. going to the gym to to get a six pack. I mean, maybe it's something that now allows me to disconnect for an hour. Maybe that's you though, right? So like, I think if someone's dating someone, they know when they're that type of person. Like, shout out to Kayla Nicole. Kayla has uh, is is a fitness girl. She's you know talks about her fitness journey online, and I literally was reading something she said the other day, and I see why people get very inspired by that because she was like, "Oh, this is like 
the thing that's getting my body alive today. Like we got to be grateful for mobility. Like this is really working my brain. And I was like, damn, I feel that alignment. Like I really do. It's it, just like what you're saying. But I, I, I'm bringing all this up to say there are so many ways to where we can become a better person for ourselves in somebody else will be watching you and inspired by that. And especially when it's in a romantic relationship, I just think we very seldom hear that. I don't really get to hear my homeboys talk about women in that way. They're normally talking about how bad they are or whatever it is. So I just kind of like that because when I hear about people talking about people like that, it's normally girls talking about niggas they met. It's very rarely men are like, wow, she is X, Y, Z. I feel like we're always looking at some dude on this pedestal. So I just love hearing men appreciate women in that way. And I think we got to start doing that shit for ourselves, ladies, not just to catch a nigga, but on some real shit to have something else. I feel you. I want to learn Japanese now, too. Child, well, let's get into our vanilla shit, y'all. Vanilla shit for this week is a debate that is probably WPS, but actually is probably everyone because they are now having a debate regarding this is from the New York Post, whether you should shower before sex. This debate is coming amidst the bedbug infestation that has taken place in Europe because it has moved from France to more places and is also being traveled because it's at the airport. What kills these things besides heat? Um, I don't know. I think alcohol and terminators. Um, so there's a blogger uh, by the name of Carla Bellucci who is urging people to freshen up before hitting the sheets and adding that it could help prevent the spread of the blood-sucking parasites. I don't want anything smelling. Feet, breath, anything. For me, it has to be clean. If not, I get the ick. Even if I had to sit in the sink, I would do it, just freshen up. I would be uncomfortable otherwise. She said that being clean has made for more enjoyable sexual experiences overall and wasn't just to prevent the spread of bed bugs. Did you know that bed bugs, um, like remember when we were growing up and they said lice can't get into black people's hair? Right. Well, it's because of, a lot of the times it's because of the products. Right. So they like a, a, a dry environment and because of the, and I learned this. Well, no. Well, 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 they don't like the grease. They don't, so the things that we use, perms, grease, um. Lice? I thought it was because it was, the, the hair was straight and they can. It's not even about, it's not about the, the coarseness of the hair. It's about, they, so they feed on the scalp. They don't feed on the hair. So it's the, the fact that, mind you, which is why it's connected now to PCOS, cancer and all these things. A lot of the products that we put in our hair um, to relax it or just to grease it down literally clog the pores of our scalp. Lice eat on blood and they're they're eating out of your scalp. Ew. So it's not the hair. Sorry if y'all are okay. eating lunch right Wait, now. This is what I was going to say. But yeah. So that's what it is. It's not about the texture of our hair. It's the products that we put in our hair. Um, ew. Uh, <laughs> okay. What was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Met this girl. I think she works at a place called Lacafella in L.A. And she was like, girl you're not going to believe some of the shit that people come with in their dress. Oh, she's of course. Like, she's like, bed bugs are the number one thing. In their dress. She's Interesting. Had to, she said to cut off hair. Um, I wanted to, just when you said that, I went to a Japanese head spa in LA. When you talked about clogged pores, mm-hmm. it, I don't know if y'all seen these videos. I do. Where they massage the head for yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. Bro, they put a camera. It was only like a hundred bucks. They put a camera, a little camera in my head to show me the follicles before. Bitch, that shit was looking gunked up. And I was like, damn. I mean, but you have braids and you put a lot of products in your hair, probably. But like, I I don't even really. I think it was just like old um, uh, gel from like literally that day of. Washed my hair with the braids in it. 
and uh, was showing me the follicles after it. Like my scalp looked different, bro. She also talked about how the center of your head, if it's like red or tense, like that means you can have liver or heart problems. Oh, yeah. Bro, it's crazy. It's the, it's the same thing with uh, reflexology. When you mm-hmm. go and get your, put your feet in the water and it changes colors, it can tell you about your body. I wanted to know because we've talked about it. Now, we don't really think of bed bugs before fucking a nigga that, that oh. turned us on and things like that. So I want to know, if you're out all day, you're going on dates now, is it a task for either of y'all to shower before having sex or getting into the bed or fucking on the couch? Or, or is that a thing? I, I I remember saying one of the most sexiest things uh, that my last partner used to do was it didn't matter what we were doing, where we were at. He washed his fucking hands because a lot of our our sex started with a lot of touching, fingering, things like that. Oh, no, I've had I, love a, a I got hands. BV from a finger. Yeah, as soon as you come into the house, wash your fucking hands. But I'll be honest, bitch, we did not shower after every time. Or we could be out. We could be watching Sunday football. I've been to where I see niggas now. Oh, bitch, you done with your game now where he probably showered. I came from the game and met you at the hotel after. Like, I'm not showering in between. I only shower after, like, um, when I'm with a nigga, like, if we were in a club. Normally, if I'm going, like, dinner or something like that, like, I was clean before then we start fucking. But, and I'm not saying I only shower after I don't fully shower, but if I have to go to your hotel room, I might make a wet, uh, a wet rag and, and literally just not even, no soap, because I don't want it to smell like soap. I don't want it to taste like soap. So I'll wet up a rag and literally make sure... Ass is super clean, pussy. Oh, yeah, I'll do like, a hot I'll do, towel. I'll do the hot towel thing, um, for sure. But, like, no, I've, I'm really trying to think. About to, before I have sex with someone, just, like, in a, no, only when we're, like, coming back from a club and we lit. I just went to some club. Where was that? LeBain. Bitch. And, you know, when I'm lit, we started smoking. I We literally walked in the door at 3 a.m. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, we're club whores. Like, we have to shower. Bitch, it was bad. I was in the shower. He was peeing. It was like that drunk sex that you're about to have. Right. But the only thing that I could think about is the ick of other people. If it's just dinner and something like To me, it's I also the it. ick of smells. If we were in a hookah bar, nigga, we've been sitting in smoke all night. If we are at a club where everybody been smoking weed, to me, it's the to me, there is a smell of outside or whatever. That's room why we're my in. braids don't last, actually. To me, it's the Because I'm a little outdoorsy hoe. It's and the smell I be in the streets, of wherever nigga, you're at. After that motherfucking hike I took where Y'all bitches was dragging me for going to Connecticut for a hike. Bitch. Who was dragging you for going to a hike? Bruh, there was three girls. I was on live. That was like, I can't believe you took your ass on a Metro North. First of all, bitch, I'm getting dick. I mean, the tra- I mean, I still catch the train. So them dragging you for taking a train to Connecticut, which is 30 minutes to an hour away, depending on how deep you went. I used to live in the Bronx. It was an hour so- and a half. But, okay, well, I used to live in the Bronx and Connecticut was literally a 25-minute ride. Which is why, like... I get it. Like, you know, if he's driving there, cool. If he was already there, like, bitch, damn, I can't it's take okay. a train. They're probably in the middle of America and don't realize that we live by Connecticut nah, them, and them, Jersey. Then was some New York we, calls in but, my comments. But we could get to other states fairly quickly. I wanted for our hors d'oeuvre this week, because we're talking about showers, um, there are some tips for successful shower sex. And while I'm not a well, fan... there is no shower sex that's successful. While I'm not a fan, Hate here it. are some tips. Be prepared, first off. So make sure any and all toys are charged. Place the lube in an easily accessible place. They say that because people, water is not lube. I know it's wet, but it ain't the type of wetness that you want during sex. So place lube in an easily accessible place. 
Confirm that you're both comfy with the water temperature. That's a big one. Because, mm-hmm. baby, when I hop out the shower, my skin is blistering red. I like it really hot. That don't feel good on a nigga balls. It don't feel good on the shaft. And you want that motherfucking water temperature Sorry to that man because I want it. great. So please do that. Also, keep starting positions in mind. You want to also be sure to add a non-slip mat. I think that's the fear that also allows people not to really get into the vibe in the shower is that they're scared they're going to slip. There are a ton. You could go to the motherfucking Dollar Tree, okay? Get you a non-slip mat. That's another one. Tidy the shower beforehand. This is important because I'd have been in a lot of my friends' homes lately. Bitch, y'all have every product. It'd be a hundred motherfucking products around. And we're going to be grabbing and holding on to stuff. You don't want it to be to where you knock a whole bunch of products over and now you ruin the moment. Also, you got to pick up your face wash, your motherfucking coochie wash, your body wash. There shouldn't be wash. that many things in the shower anyway. I Period. Did a, I had a feng shui lady come. Y'all will see it on sex sales. Um, she came and she basically talked about how many things I probably don't use daily in the shower. I was like, damn, it was only three things. Pussy wash, Labo Noir 29, and a fucking um, like coconut rice body wash that I use. However, I have mad shampoo and conditioner, different types, masks, whatever. I don't wash my hair every day. Oh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You I, do? Because I'm a blonde person, like I do a lot of the purple shampoo uh, and then I have regular shampoo. Do you wash so, your hair every day? Do you have to? No. Um, it depends. Like when I do, when I set my, like I do a lot of foaming lotions. So I don't like that those chemicals sit in my hair and it, end up, it ends up changing my hair color. Like I'm platinum. So I constantly, if I'm doing finger waves or I have a setting lotion in my hair, yeah, I wash it out because I don't want it to affect, A, my texture, but also the color. You know what I wanted to know? Um, So right now I have kind of reddish braids. All my niggas, all one and a half, said this is their favorite hair on me. Okay. What is men's favorite for you? I I mean, I honestly don't care. It's what I feel comfortable in. I'm just asking. Uh, What do do people say like it's weird because my I'm, favorite is the blonde. Well, I'm in the cut that most niggas before I cut my hair was like, bitch, I ain't fucking you if you if you bald head. A lot of niggas don't like bald head bitches. Niggas love this shit. Like when 24-7 came back over after we took our little break during the pandemic and during my relationship, I said, I really like this. I like this little blonde shit on you. Like, so right now it's this. Um, I don't like the, um, I like the cut, the cut on you. My favorite of the colors is blonde. Then my second favorite hairstyle on you, I would say. I saw some pictures of us that Siggy brought where you had the curl. I liked you in a curly weave. That was cute. Yeah, that, that was my go-to. But I mean, the curly weave for me, especially the half wig, um, reminds me of me trying to hide my face or me trying to look smaller. So I used to do really big hair to make my face seem smaller. Mm-hmm. That was like, so like when I look at me in the curly hair, I'm so like, this is liberating for me. To mm-hmm. be able to have a shortcut. Short hair is bold, bro. Yeah. I don't so, think I have oh, a face I'm not going to lie. 2024, I'm doing the buzz. So yeah. it's not going to be pixie. I'm going buzz. I was going to do it. Um, You're going to keep blonde? Yeah, I'm going to keep blonde, but I'm going buzz. So it, I'm going from pixie to like the amber rose. And I'm excited about it. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play. I have a fun story for you guys. Go ahead. Recently, I asked Mandy for some advice um, about fingering a butthole on Patreon. And it wasn't the butthole that I thought I'd be fingering. I Wait, what? had sex with did a you, woman recently. Ear? I haven't had sex with a woman in a long time, but I had sex with a woman recently. And when I fingered her, she was super clean. No taste no smell like just great well we're perfect pussy taste and i would also say this person is very clean i was in their home after i fingered her asshole there was a smell in the room that changed okay and she i probably had coffee that day i literally couldn't finish um i wasn't gonna hide the fact that i like could smell the shit i looked at my hand and i was like there's no shit here and i'm like oh my god I unlocked her asshole. Like, I opened her booty hole. Wait, there was, there was no residue. You know what's crazy? I was like, the smith, like, I opened That's her booty hole up to where maybe she's like farting. Or maybe, or no, maybe it's just on the walls that didn't land in your fingers. <laughs> it's crazy because I got that little thing. You know when you go to the nail salon maybe it's and on they the had that little crazy. brush? So I have it in my, in my bathroom because if I'm fingering or doing anything, Oh, bitch, I scrub under my nails, like, b- like before and after sex. Like, every time I hop in the shower, anytime I'm done with my makeup, I take the little brush and I scrub. I know my stomach's been growling all day. Um, I scrub underneath my nails. But I don't... Well, I'm I have not gonna no lie. Nails. Sex is one of those where, where it may turn me off, 
I go into sex now understanding there may be smells, especially like now when I, when I left my relationship and went back to protected sex, the smell of condoms, I was like annoyed by it. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I've been... Condom stink. I haven't been using condoms and I realized my pussy when I rubbed it, like just the smell on his dick when I sucked it after, I had to realize like there's, there's, there's literal smells that come with sex. So... I just want to say that you just can't be bothered by them. When the shit came out of her ass, you said there was no shit on your fingers, really, so the, the shit smell didn't come of out. Shit came out of her ass. The smell, smells happen. It was super uncomfortable because I feel like her and I were both very aware that like we couldn't finish, and she texted me about it after, and the text message almost made it more uncomfortable. She's like, "Oh, here's the thing," and I, I'm I'm bringing this up because I feel like we need to talk about how to get away from awkward situations. The text message I got was so insecure and weird and uncomfortable that like I felt myself trying to pacify her for the moment and I wish we could have just like laughed it off. She was like, it was like almost like a long, I don't even want to read it because I feel bad. But basically it was like, this bitch was like, I feel like you're never going to see me again. I've known her for just like a little bit. We've been flirting around while I grab a drink randomly. And so we had sex where like, it was a very quick thing. Okay. So when it happened, I had felt like maybe it would have happened in the past, but when it happened, I feel like, when I say would have happened in the past, I mean just us fucking. I felt like she could have just been like, oh my God, girl, let's jump in the shower. Like there could have been this something that you covered it up with, but instead you just wrote me and told me how I'm never going to see you again because X, Y, Z happened. How I mean, but there was probably a level like where you made her feel uncomfortable. But I mean, we've talked about this. I think it was with four. Like, we both respond very differently to bodily functions, I, I would say. I've Like, we talked about the farting with four. I'm fine and comfortable with that, and I don't think there's a problem with it. I don't know it. if there's a way I can make someone feel comfortable for shit. I think what we could but, do but, is, it like... Was just, but it wasn't even shit. It was just the smell of an anus. It wasn't the smell of an anus, Mandy. Basically, what I think happened was after my hand came out of her, not my whole hand. It was, like, two or three fingers, though. I just think that the fart were like was silent. There, was and there anything on the sheets? I do. Here's what I'm saying. I feel like there has to be some kind of dialogue that you have when we all can smell something. Thank pussy too, bro. Like okay. when my hand came out of her, I think she just kept farting. I think her butt was like open, and like the fart was so intense, bro. Like you know when it's thick in the air. I don't know if there's a. World Did you hear a noise? There's music on. I mean, there's air. I mean, to me, I'm not going to lie. I go into anything anal understanding there may be a mess or a smell. I mean, we're humans. We can't control that. If there, there is a nothing, mess and a smell, are we not going to talk about the mess and the smell? She, there's nothing she could have. I mean, damn, your stomach really growling. I'm hungry. I'm, I'm starving. To me, there's no... <laughs> she's really loud. <laughs> To, and look, you can't help that your stomach is growling. I'm not she, shitting on the... She probably... There was no shit. It was just a smell. It's an anal smell. To me, I'm not going to lie. There's nothing to talk about. I, it's a humanly bodily function. Bitch, I was in the motherfucking Delta Lounge the other day. This nigga walked by and we heard... <laughs> me? <laughs> me? This lady crossed me and the lady next to me. We all just looked at each other. We're like, yep. <laughs> That's what he just did. He just farted. Didn't fucking apologize. Kept on walking to the motherfucking buffet. And didn't say nothing. So we're all just looking at each other. We have a quick laugh. 
And then, bitch, we all go back to our laptops. That hoe like, knew her motherfucking booty hole. Okay, but okay, I know it's thunk. She bitch, asked for it. I'm not gonna lie. I've looked on the sheet and seen something on the sheet. Bitch, I might pull the blanket over it. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I sit here and be like, damn, you see the skid mark I left on the sheets? No. I sit here and if we're, I'm in the booty hole, like, if anything is happening in the booty hole, bro, we don't sit here and acknowledge that a bodily function took place. We literally realize that that's what we were... I feel like you can say in, this. Bro, we don't talk about it. I feel like you can say this because, because you I've didn't smell sex. it. No, but I've had anal sex. I've, bitch, have you ever smelled eggs bitch, when they're old? Bitch, I have fucking pegged a nigga and I pulled that shit out and shit was on the strap. I have definitely seen and smelled shit. I have seen skid marks on sheets. To me, if you are going into the Buddha hole, I, what I'm not going to do is make make someone feel like, damn, they stanky or they... I know where I'm at. I know where you at. Either or. And no, I'm not going to lie. There has never been a conversation about anything left or smelt while anal sex. We literally go and clean up and get back into it. The emotional dumping on me was the <laughs> issue. Also, she doesn't know I have a podcast, which is why I'm feeling uncomfortable to talk about this in this moment. Girl, um, you brought it up. Right, right, right. I'm saying this is why. That's why I'm bringing it up. She doesn't know I have a podcast, so that's why I'm feeling comfortable Good to talk about you. it. But uh, Not you having someone that don't know you have a podcast. Now, where'd you meet her? Because, bitch, I'm trying to meet niggas that don't know I got a podcast. Honestly, in the Lower East Side, but she's foreign, so that's probably why. Like, she's not. And it's crazy because when you meet black foreign people, it's like even funnier because you're just like, damn, you are really not African American. Wow. All right. But, uh, no. I mean, we have, we have a lot of our, our, no, no, no. I'm saying when you're we, having when you're having conversations oh, like even hip hop and whatever. Like, we got South Africa, we got London, we got a lot of places overseas. With hip hop, that like, fuck with us. Y- yeah, Ghana like, too, bitch. I went to Ghana. I didn't realize how many fucking whore high members were in Ghana. No, I mean I'm dating an African dude who's like, yo, like this country ass should you be listening to do not resonate, bitch. <laughs> but nah, um, I think like what made it crazier was the request for the anal shit and then the emotional dumping after. So. That kind of, like, really made me uncomfortable. Okay. Like, I don't want this to now be something where, like, you know, if you're hella insecure about it, you got to dump on somebody else, bro. You can't dump on the person you just had sex with. That's why you're talking about it on the podcast. You're dumping right now. No, I'm dumping saying, like, dump. I didn't just fuck you and fart in your face, Mandy. But see, I've had a girl fart in my face while I ate her pussy and I laughed about it later. Bodily functions. They don't That's bother me. Bodily functions. You were trying to shame me for we, not being able to have sex bro, or shit. I'm not. Me and her literally never talked about the fact that she farted while I was eating her bro, pussy like, after. I would have there laughed was too. No, there, okay, if it, if it was the noise. Going, but we kept going. Okay. You know what? A noise, smell, skid marks. I told you. If you in a Buddha hole, just expect it. It was like... I opened something that was expired oh and rotting God. for a week. Oh my it was God. like a tapeworm was in her stomach. That's how bad it was. But okay. Anyway, I, uh, we haven't really done whole mail um, oh, in quite some time. We're going to get into whole mail. Clearly, uh, the horrible decision this week was all about the voodoo hole. Um, so I have this pulled up and I feel like they're probably from San Francisco. I don't know. Because it says whole mail. Fuck the whole family. This is the subject line. This is a lot of things. This is the confession a request for advice, and a shout-out to Mandy because I'm going through something similar, a.k.a. dating a fucking shapeshifter. Uh, The short version, there are two sisters in a family, and I have fucked each of their significant others at different points in my life. Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. Is this a nigga from... No, this this was just sent while we was in Orlando, so this is not very... This is is not old. Wow. 
I should mention that I did not do this intentionally and only found out when I started deep dive stalking my most recent partner, the first sister. The first sister travels a lot for work. She's a girl boss. Her man worked as a DJ at a club and I fucked him at 20 on a messy night. I was young and I'm Molly and he was a beautiful 6'4 linebacker looking dude who wanted to eat my pussy. How could I say no? How could you? After exchanging numbers and hooking up with him for a few months, I did the classic girl thing and stalked his social media. When I found out he had a long-term girlfriend, I ghosted him but didn't tell her. I was 20 and didn't want all the drama. The second sister. No. Fast forward seven years later. I met a seemingly sweet guy on Tinder who just got out of a relationship and was looking for something, no pressure. We hit it off and started an open relationship that lasted for a few years. At the early stages of dating, he mentioned kicking his ex out of his house for being dishonest, lol. And upon doing the deep dive back on Instagram, uh, I see that it is the sister of the girl who's still dating the lying ass, cheating ass DJ. I said nothing and chalked it up to a creepy coincidence. The sisters don't live in the same city. Within the four years that I was in the open relationship, he was sweet, he was giving, and he was obsessed. Picked up my dry cleaning, made breakfast every morning and dinner every night. But something in my heart didn't feel right. I met his friends, his family, and we saw each other damn near every day. I refused to let him meeting my family and only let him meet a handful of friends because something just didn't feel right. We talked about hooking up with other people casually early on in our relationship, but he constantly insisted that other than the early few months, he was only sleeping with me. Even going as far as getting upset if he found out that other guys were in my DMs or hitting me up. I recently found out he was still with his girlfriend since the second year of us dating. All his friends knew. I found out there were times where we were at his house minutes apart. She left things at wow. his house and he would pack them into the garage every time I came over. Here are the questions and confusion. Ooh. In the last year-ish, our biggest issue was he would get upset and constantly express that it hurt him that I wanted to keep our relationship open because he wasn't seeing anyone else. Multiple times, I even expressed that I would find it hot if he hooked up with another girl. But still, he insisted he didn't want to and was only interested in me. All the while, he had a girlfriend. Why do niggas do this? Like, is this some psycho-ass shit? Yes, it is. Because X did that. Do I tell his girlfriend that I know about her and he has been seeing both of us for four years? She won... 100 million percent has no idea. Is it messy if I also tell the other sister that I fucked her man over five years ago? They are now engaged, but he is still a bum-ass DJ, so I'm sure he's still cheating. Also, what are the odds that there are two sisters living in two different nearby cities and I fuck both their men? What the fuck is my luck? I want to speak about the first one only because as someone who has opened up about... It's a lot. I um actually... Spoke about being fine. I I was reprimanded for not cooking that much in the end of my relationship. I was reprimanded for traveling, for working so much, for having to pencil him in to the point where there was a conversation. If you need someone to show you the time because this is what you need with your retired ass while I'm on the road that you are invited to but haven't chose to meet me in every city, let's talk about what it looks like for you having someone while I'm away. He was insistent on the fact that sex was not that important to him. He didn't need that much attention. 
It wasn't that. Mind you, he clearly was fucking four bitches out of the sex club and going to the sex club before and after and without me. So to me, I do think it's some psycho ass shit, but I also think there's a level of men still not believing that that would be okay. Whether you express it or not, whether you're talking about being open or not, I think men would rather not deal with the headache of constantly being questioned about shit or having the drama that they know normally comes with fucking off or fucking with multiple women. So I think this is their way of literally like, no, I only want you. Because I think men believe we want to hear that. Although we would much rather prefer honesty. It's very exhausting though for honest men. Um, I agree. So I, I, I would say, yeah, I think you were hitting a point when you said that they just say, I only want you because it appeases them. Like literally, I have a friend right now who's dating maybe six, eight, six to eight women. Okay. Um, and was like, bro, like, I feel like I'm hurting these girls just by telling them the truth. Mm. And he's like, but I'm not going to lie to them. He's like, they're asking me if there's other women. He's like, I can almost like see the pain and I got to cut them off because like, I don't want them to. But those women probably want monogamy. This woman said, I've offered an open relationship to him. So I'm mad that he lied that he had someone else when I've literally said, let's be open. I think women are hurt when they want monogamy and they don't want to share their partner. When you have a woman telling you, let's be open, and Mm. you lying about another partner, that's different. Men are used to lying. Men are used to lying. So I think that that's where the lie is easier for them because now, wait, learning how to be honest? Fucking the family members. That's hard. Fucking the sisters, my niggas. Bro, I was getting a little confused. I mean, she clearly just had relationships seven years apart with two different men that happened to literally be fucking sisters. That's not hard to, like, the world is a lot smaller okay, than Okay, because it was believe. like, do I tell, do I... Do? And then I think even one of them, she's like, do I tell the girlfriend? Because I know the girlfriend doesn't know. To me, there's there's malice in that. If you've opened up about having an open relationship, that needs to be a conversation he needs to have with her. The you telling the girlfriend the thing, the girlfriend here's thing, the thing. Bitch, we done had the Hey Barbara, this is Shirley. I want to give a shout three to times. my Hey Barbara girl. We've been talking a lot. We talk all oh. the time. I told my Hey Barbara girl, stop texting me because you still want to fuck that nigga. Nah, she just, mine is just hella dope. Like, just honestly, we both blocked him. Like, we're both like, bitch, we moved on. She was telling me about her new niggas that she was visiting this weekend. I like gifted her something. She gifted me a Basquiat painting. Like, okay, we're cool. I fuck with her. She was at our show in LA. But um, uh, I brought that up because when she reached out to me, I don't believe she had any malice in it because it wasn't this let me tell you about that nigga more than it was like, hey, I'm in this situation and feeling really lost and like, you're the only piece to the puzzle. Mm. Now, I don't do that because I genuinely feel like women are going to front on me yep. and they're just going to go back to the nigga. Her and I chose not to do that. And I say to her all the time, bitch, I really thought she was going to go back to this nigga. She was like, fuck no. Well, the first, the first girl that contacted me, she was going to be out of the country for some months she really came at me like she was healing, then went down the same rabbit hole as me in spining out all these things about a narcissist. And for whatever reason, she wanted to heal him, but also was in love with him. Bitch, she was waiting for six months. I was waiting for three years. Like, so the fact that she would keep texting me, knowing that she was still talking to him, the last time she reached out to me, I said, girl, if you're going to still fuck this nigga and be in his spell and under his spell, ma'am, I get it. I was there for three years. You cannot hit me no more. 
because we are not going to trauma bond over a nigga when he was cheating on me with you. I'm not trauma bonding with you over being with an unwell nigga. We not going to do that. So I literally had to tell her, do not hit me anymore, bro. I can't help you. I can barely help my goddamn self. Mm. I'm healing. Leave me alone. Yeah, I think that we're not supposed to keep like trauma bonding over the dude more than like it's supposed to. He's supposed to grow. Leave that nigga. Mm. But if one of the bitches is still fucking the nigga, there's no bonding that needs to be happening. That's what I'm saying. You both have to dead him. Yeah. There were moments though in the first two weeks where like she would call me and be like asking about a little detail or I'd want to know. And she'd be like, oh my God, why are we doing this for ourselves? But now we really don't talk about that nigga anymore. We talk about new niggas. But like, seriously, like I wrote her, I was high the other day and I was like, bitch, we were really stressing over this nigga. Like, you know, and we always stress over the niggas we shouldn't stress over. Raggedy. When you look back at it, and I just did this when we was in Charlotte, I was talking to my ex nigga cousin. I was like, ew, I really liked him. Yuck. I was disgusted. I was, I was literally like, he even only married because of me, but we're not going to get into that. My ex nigga cousin is crazy. Um, damn. I want to name this episode. Do I keep fucking through the smell? Oh, I literally wrote the title already. What is it? By the way, hold on, let me tell you. If you in the hole, there's going to be a smell. Okay. If you in the hole. I want y'all in the YouTube comments <laughs> to, to tell me. Was I wrong for stopping through the rotten egg fart? Think of throw up. Think of when you walk outside or maybe you had someone throw up in a car and you can still smell the throw up. That's how bad it was. I also may make this a little shorter. If you're in the hole, be prepared. If you're in the hole, if you're in the hole, it's going to be something, but I might make it smaller. No, maybe there's always a smell in the hole. But there's not. <laughs> Bitch, because my hole be open and I be in the hole. There's not always a smell well, in the hole. Well, they trying to make me feel like there was. If you're in the hole, you need, no, they're just, there's going to be a mess. There's going to be a smell. There's going to be a bodily function. God damn it. Anyways, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Horrible Decisions. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful fucking holiday season. Please, your booty holes. We are approaching. Make sure you get all the time off. Make sure you travel. Make sure you be with your family. Make sure if you with a nigga, you get what the fuck you want for the holidays. Let that nigga know I want this. And if he don't get it for you, he don't love you. Anyways, y'all, make sure you support us on Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash Horrible Decisions. And make sure and if you ask for butt play that you are prepared. That's right. And go on over to HorrorHot.com. Y'all, we have our holiday sweaters from last year. They give you a ho-ho-ho vibe. So if you are going to a ugly sweater party, you can go there in high fashion. I will. So make sure you do that. Y'all, oh. thank y'all for tuning in to yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Bye. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.